Hey guys, I'm Priscilla. And hey guys, I'm Jaylene. And we are the Wellness Amigas. Welcome to our podcast. We're two, dos Latinas, Hispanic women. We started taking care of our mental health and through the research we found, we want to help you. Our mission is to bring mental health awareness, self-care, and self-improvement to all, but most importantly, our community. Our episodes give insight through personal experiences, research, and health and wellness tips. So join us on our wellness journey, stream our episodes on all of our podcast platforms, and subscribe. And now let's get into today's episode. Before we get into today's episode, check out our last episode on being self-sufficient with Brianna. We speak on what influenced her to become an independent person and how she has had to adapt her self-sufficiency to different stages of her life. So check it out. It is available on all podcast platforms. And on today's episode, we will be speaking about becoming a good listener. This episode is part of our Glow Up series, where we try to give step-by-step advice on how to get out of a dark place. We openly speak about embracing rock bottom, becoming a positive person, and how to prevent self-sabotage. So to start the conversation, Jaylene, Has there ever been a moment where someone has cut you off mid-sentence with something completely unrelated to the conversation? Well, it's funny that you asked that, Priscilla, because I feel like I'm usually the person that cuts people off. And it's a flaw that I'm constantly working on because I know how terrible it is to be that person. Um, But I genuinely do care about what other people have to say. It's honestly not even about, like... It's more about me than them, and it's my anxiety that just, it honestly rips me apart. But I can't let my anxiety be be the problem to everything. I can't use that as an excuse. And I think what I've learned throughout the years, and I'm still learning because, again, it's like a process that I've had to start on my own and understand that that's not a good thing to do. Um, I try to keep my mouth shut until the person has finished and I generally try to listen and if there's something that I need to say um, I'll try to remember it and if I don't remember then it wasn't that important to begin with to mention and I also remind myself that if I don't have a response right away that doesn't automatically mean that you're not being a great listener it just means you need you need time to analyze what the other person is saying mm-hmm. and I think that's important because that's where my issue lies with becoming a good listener that I feel like if I'm not responding right away that the other prince is going to think that I don't care mm-hmm. that's not true it's just it takes me a little bit longer to put things together and to make a connection and then to be able to respond in a way where the other person understands what I'm saying and is not getting offended or feels disrespected and so again if I don't remember in the moment to say something then I wait and if again if I don't remember after that then it wasn't that important to begin mm-hmm. with and that's what I've learned on my journey of becoming a good listener but I'm excited to hear your point of view because I think you're a really good listener Priscilla I mean personally I feel like I've got cut off a lot because sometimes I'm not very good at expressing myself especially when it comes to my needs I also sometimes don't speak with like much confidence when it comes to my needs So like that combination might just automatically result in people tuning out, even people that do want to listen and do care about you. And I'm very aware also of like other people and their verbal and nonverbal communication skills. Like for instance, like someone going on their phone or like someone like looking away or whatever. I don't know why those things affect me and they shouldn't, but like I feel like immediately I like retract what I'm saying and just end my statement. And like lately I've been trying to change that and just like continue speaking out loud because it might help me figure out something about myself that I didn't know. And I mean, it's still a part of the communication process. We always get told that body language is so important, but I feel like it depends on the person. I agree. Because like Mm -hmm. body language at the workplace, like of course you can't be on your phone and doing a bunch of nonsense because you're getting paid to be there, you know? (laughs) 
But like if you're with your friends and you're on your phone and you're doing something, like just asking the person like, hey, I want to talk to you about something. And if they're like, yeah, I'm listening or whatever, you can always trust that they're listening. Mm -hmm. And if they're not, then you understand that this person can't multitask. Mm -hmm. So you might want to take a step back and not have to finish the entire thing. But I think body language is like, it's different for everyone. Like there's some people that can do so much, listen, absorb the information, give Mm -hmm. it back to you while they're doing something else. I unfortunately am not that Mm -hmm. person. I have to really be concentrated when I'm speaking to someone because I want to be make sure that I'm getting all the details correctly because i hate saying wait what wait what and i do that all the time and in my head i'm just like girl get it together but you know like we said it's a work in progress like i wish i could just flip the switch and everything that i'm not good at be great at but that's not how life works and self-awareness and self-acceptance i think is the most important thing because once you start realizing the things that are doing are causing harm in whatever way that they are you can start making changes and through time and by habit it may take years from now but at least you know you're doing something to correct that and i think like also now that you speak on body language a lot of people um while like having uncomfortable conversations or while listening to someone else do certain things because that's their defense i'm not gonna so it's like it's important to consider like also like what the other person might be going through while you're discussing something being a good listener is more than just hearing what someone says there are so many layers to being a good listener that we will discuss today i personally believe that being a good listener has a lot to do with self-awareness and jaylene mentioned this before i've noticed that a lot of people that are great listeners are two in their heads and have a lot of biases and like a lot of people are like this by the way it's not just like even including myself sometimes like even myself like i could be so into myself that i don't observe my surroundings or other people's body languages or like even what they're going through and again like i'm not trying to be judgmental but i'm more referring to the demeanor and like their present focus there's nothing wrong with being in that space many people actually are but if you're trying to become a better listener it's something that you should keep in mind it's also something that you can communicate with others especially if the cause is a negative headspace for instance if you're at rock bottom you might not be in the best place to be a good listener especially if it's a skill that you do not practice often Mm -hmm. and i totally agree because if you're not in the right mental space the only thing that you're thinking about is yourself yeah and so like how can you try to help somebody else when you can't even help yourself Mm -hmm. and you know what's really hard about that is just like being aware that you're in that mental space because i think we've all gone through that we're we're just like we're so into what's going on with ourselves that we can't even communicate properly and be like, hey, listen, not not right now, because I just can't, you know what I mean? Or sometimes you don't want to do that because you don't want to make the other person feel bad. And it's just like, <laughs> it's just so complicated. I mean, the way that I think about it is like two motherfuckers that are not in the right space trying to have a conversation, like that shit is not going to work out. <laughs> Isn't that like that Sex in the City thing? Um, in Sex in the City, Carrie's like, oh, I don't need therapy. I have you guys. And then Samantha's like, we're just as fucked up as you are. It's like the blind leading the blind. It's exactly what yeah. it is. Speaking on the communication aspect, becoming a better listener can actually help you understand the other person and, and can prevent arguments. Like, for instance, if you're having a debate with someone and you only hear part of the whole story, you might get defensive and you just automatically jump to the conclusion that they're trying to attack you. And I feel like this is something that happens quite often. Just because generally, like, in society, we're conditioned to express ourselves a certain way. Like, express ourselves and, like, it's like, it's your fault versus it's like, no, it's actually, like, your needs that someone else is not meeting. I don't know if this makes sense, but I feel like everyone is responsible for how, like, they react to outside stimulus. Because just because someone expresses themselves a certain way, it doesn't necessarily mean 
that they meant it that way and it's hard to admit to yourself that like it's hard to be like shit like this person might have said that but they might have not meant it in that way and that's really hard because again i'm someone that struggles with that i think everyone Everyone. struggles with that Mm -hmm. you don't know in which way they're saying it and so like we make our own assumptions it's easier to make an assumption than make connections Mm -hmm. because if you make connections you have to make time you have to put time and effort to like analyze the situation whereas if you just assume that somebody's doing something it's easier to put a blame on someone else and like the uncomfortable thing is like asking the person like oh did you mean it this way are you trying to like fuck me over and it's like for all you know, the other person might have meant it in the most innocent way. And also, like, just in general, like, being a good listener helps you become a more open-minded person and see things from a, the perspective besides yeah. your own. Like, So again, now we're going to refer to an article by Fairy God Boss that describes the qualities of a good listener. We're going to go over some of the traits and explain what each of them mean and give examples on how we can apply it on a day-to-day basis. Okay, and the first one is don't jump to give advice. It is okay to give advice if the person asks for it, but if someone comes to you for comfort and a listening ear, giving advice might take away from them feeling heard and letting out their frustrations. It might also feel like you're dismissing the other person and their emotions and perspective as not important. So the second one is don't listen to respond. A lot of people listen to automatically respond to other their opinions or perspectives. And I feel like even I do this. Like it's just like a natural thing because everyone thinks that in one way or the other they're right. It helps to want to listen to understand instead of wanting to listen to put your input in. A good tip is to pause for five seconds before responding to make sure that you understand what the person is saying and not react negatively. And the third one is be fully present. Maintain eye contact, listen to their words, and not using your phone are all great tips for being present in a conversation. Also, being attentive to your body language is important, like not crossing your arms. If you feel like you can't be fully present for someone, express that. And I feel like that connects to what we said earlier. Um, And the next one is to react in the moment and not have an agenda. Good listeners react to what the person is saying rather, rather than what they have planned to respond to. They don't have a desired outcome of the conversation or try to manipulate the conversation in a certain way. And the fifth one is try not to interrupt and listen as much or more than they speak. This connects to the initial conversation we had about being interrupted. It might be hurtful to the other person that they might feel like you don't value their opinion. And something that also helps is to summarize um, what the other person says, to ask follow-up questions, to let them know that you're interested in what they're saying, and like always make sure that you're listening to learn about the person. Summarizing is a good way like to check if you understood what the other person said. It also helps clarify if maybe the person did not express themselves the way that they wanted to, and it gives them an opportunity to correct themselves. Follow-up questions are a great way to let the person know that you're engaged and interested in what they're saying and that you care about them. And the last one is try to be patient. Communicating and listening to others and vice versa is about patience. Emotions are complicated and it might be hard to truly express what someone is saying and what we are feeling. Encouraging the other person to speak until they have let it all out may be helpful. And I think that has helped me a lot, like trying to be patient, because it takes a lot for me sometimes to like express myself only because like it takes me a minute to connect my my thoughts, you know? So it's just like, how is it okay for someone else to have patience with me when I'm trying to express myself and me not be able to give that back? Mm -hmm. Like it's not fair. So you wanna, again, it's like, You want to treat others the same way that you want to be treated. Becoming a good listener is not an easy task and it can change depending on what stage we are in our lives. Becoming a good listener doesn't mean we disregard our own needs and only pay attention to others. However, trying to become a good listener can help inspire others to pick up these traits. And I feel like there was a point in my life where I was like a great listener, but it was to the expense of like me not considering my emotional needs or like not reacting 
when like I should have reacted in certain ways and it's easy to get taken advantage of in that sense but again working on that <laughs> you live and you learn mm -hmm. a lot of bad listening happens due to toxic habits trauma and past experiences growing up a lot of people generally don't know that they aren't listening because they haven't had the greatest examples. We hope that this episode helps anyone out there that is trying to improve this trait. This is a trait that can really improve your relationships with others and yourself. And to summarize what we just mentioned about how to become a good listener, remember, don't jump to give advice. Um, don't listen to respond. Be fully present. React in the moment and don't have an agenda. Try not to interrupt and listen as much or more than they speak. And summarize and ask follow-up questions. And the last one, try to be patient. Patience is really key um, when communicating because everyone has a different form of how they express themselves and you want to make sure that you, again, have open body language, but you're able to give that person a comfortable space mm -hmm. to speak in yeah yeah thank you guys for tuning into this episode hopefully these tips could help you become a better listener if that's something that you want to seek and we hope to see you next time bye guys bye before we go make sure to follow us on both of our instagrams wellness amigas and wellness amigas pod we're active on instagram every day we do fitness videos health and wellness tip uh, food recipes a bunch of stuff so come join us and be our amiga